Say hey, fellas, what's your name? Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. That giant kid is great. When he hits the ball, it's long gone man. Hits it farther than camp can. Swings the bat like a little lead pipe. When they reach the ball, it's overripe. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. The Blackcast belated MLB 2019 season preview, belated by two weeks. And uh, I don't know about uh, the panel I have assembled here, but uh, there's just an eerie sense of deja vu all over again. I'm Christian Blatt. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And don't forget, The Blattcast is at Blattcast, B L A D T C A S T, on Twitter. And Facebook, The Blackcast. Go ahead, give us the thumbs up. And of course, we have blackcast.com, B L A D T C A S T dot com. Joined, as I often am when I talk things baseball here on The Blackcast, by Salmon himself, David Weiss, on Twitter at D Weiss Comedy. Sup, America. Uh, yes, exactly. What, what is up, America? And uh, for. The legion of fans of the uh, dearly departed AfterBuzz TV series Mets Rap 360. I'm joined here in studio by my once and future co-host, my friend Melissa Weinstein. How are you? I'm good. And how do people find you? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Melissa Wine. Or just walk down Santa Monica Boulevard. You should see her right there. What does that mean? I don't don't know. (laughs) I thought I would get a bell for that, but uh... well, I did bring the bell. Uh, So we're here to talk about baseball, and the three of us are all Mets fans. So we think that uh, the most fair thing to do would be to cover the NL East last, because if we start with it, that'll be at least half the show, if not all the show. So, you know, there's something to be said for starting in divisions that, uh, you know, we're not that invested in. And admittedly, maybe don't know that much about. But you know, it's just sort of a, the, I believe they call it the, uh, the armchair uh, analysis of uh, people who just like to watch baseball. Except, uh, Melissa, you came with stats and notes, didn't you? I mean, my stats are basically just about box, and I don't know if that's a very popular stat, but it's my favorite. And you're so gonna I'm, you're gonna make it popular. I'm gonna force it on other people. It's gonna be really successful. Yeah. I can feel it. And the interesting thing about doing this show two weeks into the season, like literally two weeks into the season, because we're uh, recording it is Thursday, April 11th. And uh, the baseball season started two weeks ago. Uh, I might have had some different perspective before any games were played, except for those two in in Japan that I guess count, but, you know, maybe shouldn't. Uh, But in any case, uh, so there's a there's a lot to look at. And uh, there is there any overall stats that we should start with, Melissa, what you're excited about this year? I'm definitely, you know, a Bach fan. But I think that we're on pace this year to exceed definitely last year's total, but possibly the last 10 years individually. Not combined. You mean, you mean no, no, no. Individual. Right. Individual year totals. Okay. Um, it's definitely not going to hit, you know, the 900 plus that there were in 1988, which I'm really disappointed that I was born after that. 
Because that sounds like I would have really enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, if, if there were 900 books, that's, that's an insane number of books. Well, they blocks. had changed the rule that year that, as to what constitutes a block and then obviously because the number was so high they were like hmm, maybe we shouldn't change that rule and they changed it back oh oh okay so i also would figure that when you change the rule you have things that were like a little bit of a of a twitch in your back you know but you don't actually wind up that's the sort of thing that i, I guess you might not necessarily think of as a block but uh, i suppose so the 198 this is what i'm reading right now yeah the 88 version replaced quote complete stop with Single, complete, and discernible stop with both feet on the ground. Okay. But, so what changed back after that year? I believe that they took the single, complete, and discernible stop part Mm. out of it. So, uh, I don't know, uh, David, you're probably disappointed like I am. We're never going to have another 900 box season, are we? I don't think so. Yeah. But, uh, well... Good night, everybody. That's what this, this is, you know. The, <laughs> this has been the uh, MLB uh, preview. Uh, what is it that you like about box so much? I think. Okay, so growing up in Baltimore, I didn't get to watch a ton of Mets games, um, and this is like pre MLB TV. Right. So, I don't remember. I think it was 2007. I believe the Mets were playing the Giants, and I believe it was Armando Benitez pitching for the Giants. Does that make sense? In 2007, I suppose that would make sense. That seems a little late for him to still be pitching 2007, but you may not be wrong. So I have a very vivid memory. And again, this is before I was able to watch games daily. And I think it was the first year of SNY, maybe the second. But anyway... Yeah, I think 2006 was the first year of okay. SNY. So the year that uh, you know that they got to the NLCS was the first year that they had right. SNY. Yeah. So in 2007, I have a very vivid memory of finally being able to watch a game, and I think it was the ninth inning. Jose Reyes is on third base. I loved Jose Reyes. I was pretty sure I was going to marry him as a child. It was super <laughs> weird. Regret it now. Um, well, it's probably better for yeah. Just considering some of the some of the stories that are out about him, it's just better yeah, that she didn't. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, but I have a very vivid memory of watching a game, and this was like my my first look into what is Gary Cohen and like his call of like he's like Ray is faking down a line and the ball is called, and I just remember being like, this is the coolest moment of my life. <laughs> I mean, the Mets won the game because I think Benitez was balked a twice in the same and, inning. And oh, I remember that. Yeah, you're absolutely right, by the way. Uh, Armando Benitez was on the San Francisco Giants from 2005 through, through 2007. They actually traded him to Florida that year yeah. or possibly cut him and then the Marlins picked him up. And then I don't remember this at all. He pitched for the Blue Jays in 2008. I, that, I have no mm-hmm. recollection of that. But uh, that's that. apparently the case. I remember the Yankees. Uh, I remember the Mets trading him to the Yankees in 2003. It was one of those trades where they had to wait till after the All Star game because you know you have to take a player from every team, and there was no one on the Mets that was good enough except for Armando Benitez, and they didn't want to trade him <laughs> before the All Star <laughs> game because <laughs> then he would he really would have been a Yankee. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mean, look, the balk can be infuriating too if uh, you know because the the walk off balk the other way and. Mm-hmm. When it's the bases loaded, uh, back twitch balk, uh, I, I actually remember, it wasn't a Met game, but it might as well have been, that, uh, yeah, and it, it's just one of those things that I see how it can be exciting when it's in your favor, but it's a, it's a, it's an infuriating, it's an infuriating little thing, and I don't, I don't know that uh, you can find a comparison elsewhere in, uh, in sports, uh, you know, because even like, 
offsides or false start, mm-hmm. you know, any of that stuff. You know, it's, maybe it's because it's not as significant. But uh, Armando Benitez balking twice in an inning. Now that sounds the like something won I can believe. The game. I believe it was <clears throat> June 4th. Wow. Look I, at that. I used to have... Okay, so this was back in the Did day Did you when, keep score uh, at no. home? Okay. So this was back in the day when there were very few ways to watch baseball games after the fact like well if not full games yeah right yeah yeah. so i purchased it on itunes wow (laughs) it's on a different computer though but um so you own that game on itunes i own two because i bought another one where somebody else bought i have a problem i mean i i have a i have a I have a DVD of uh, Johan Santana's No Hitter. But, oh, uh, see, that's important. Yeah, it's, it's not there one of those. Any box wow. in that game? You know, I well, <laughs> I thought I, I was a nerd. I don't know if the you, uh, guys, you guys make me look like Matthew McConaughey. Hey, uh, and there's a second audio program where you can you can watch it with the SNY broad, broadcast, or you can listen to Howie from the radio broadcast. Sometimes so. I like, you know. Maybe you guys don't know this, but sometimes like you, you're on the verge of tears, but you can't cry and you just need to cry. So I will Google either the final out of Santana's no hitter mm-hmm. or Bartolo Colon's home run, even though I was there for that. I, I, yeah, we were both there yeah, for that. Yeah. And I listen to the calls from all the different stations <laughs> and everything. And I just sit there and cry. And it's awful when like either I'm in public or I have a friend over and they walk out of the bathroom and they're like, what's wrong? What happened? And yeah. Like, Christian, could we change places? Melissa's weirding <laughs> me out. Yeah. Well, you know, what do you expect? Uh, you know, the, the way that uh, David and I met Melissa was uh, at Dodger Stadium and you had on uh, Mets gear. You were in our section. And you were, and you were keeping score with multicolored magic markers. You were do doing it. Keith Hernandez proud uh, at that it. moment. Uh, all right. Well, let's uh, look at some big picture stuff. Let's uh, start out for our uh, our 2019 predictions for the American League West. Uh, I, I think that... Uh, the Mariners are definitely hot out of the gate at 13 and two and uh, you know getting those extra games in uh, in Japan at the beginning of the season I guess that uh, that helped because there was like I don't know in the first week they were like five and one and you know most teams had only played like two games or whatever so uh, nothing like getting off to a fast start uh, David the, the Seattle Mariners for real or smoke Mirrors. I think that they're going to fall back to earth. I don't think that I don't think they're going to, you know, smoke and mirrors. But this is a team that's probably going to finish between five and ten games over five hundred. You know, they can't keep up this pace of home runs. Jay Bruce just got hurt. You know, big surprise. It took, Jay, it, Jay it, took got hurt. it took longer than I thought it would. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, what do you think, Melissa, about the uh, Seattle Real deal. Mariners? Really? And what do you like the most about the Mariners? That they're winning. <laughs> okay. I, okay. So, so, so they don't they don't have Robinson Cano anymore, and they don't have uh, Diaz anymore because the Mets have both of those. Yeah. But, um, uh, but they have one Bach. <laughs> so you're saying because they have only one Bach, is that why? Or So in t- 2018, the highest Bach in the AL West went to like total throughout the season was the Rangers and they finished fifth in in the division. So I'm going with whoever has the lowest box through the first two weeks of the season and the Mariners are tied for highest. So I, I just picked. 
I I like that uh, you're this dedicated to the block. I will um, not give up on it. No, I'm so far down this road that there's no turning back. Oh no, there is no turning back. Yeah. <laughs> also, the game that I thought was June fourth, two thousand seven, was not. It. I am so no, disappointed no. in it you. It was May 29th. I mean, this is not even close. Off, it's like a week. Yeah, I, I, I'm ridiculous. sorry. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to take away your computer at this point. Uh, okay. So. There, look, when you look at the American League West, obviously uh, Houston inexplicably turned into a great team a few years ago, which uh, is inexplicable because that was when the Houston Astros joined the American League. I'm like, uh, that's a disaster on so many levels. But they were so bad and they were getting beat up so bad by the American League where, you know, you have an extra hitter. And uh, I, you know, I mean, what did they they didn't lose 120 games the year before they won the World Series, but it was one of those. Uh, I forget what the differential, the win differential was, but uh, they had such a quick improvement. I think that that's the other team. I mean, you look at the five teams. You got Seattle, Houston, the Angels, Oakland, and Texas. Houston's the only other one that I can see being competitive. I can see them winning the division if you know, Seattle, uh, you know, has a little bit of a little bit of a losing stretch. But uh, I, I don't know these other three teams. Not non-competitive, I believe, is the word you're searching for. Yeah, and you know, I love, I love going driving down Anaheim and going to a game in uh, at Angel Stadium, and you know, uh, my friend Royal Oaks, I'm sure he's listening, and uh, I haven't been to a game uh, yet this season, so uh, he's got seats right behind home plate. So uh, obviously, I'm not saying that I, I think that they're that bad that I wouldn't go and see them, uh, but uh, yeah, it's, um, I, I don't know, I mean. Here's the thing about uh, the Angels. Uh, I think Matt Harvey might be their best pitcher, and not because he's good. No, he's absolutely not their best pitcher. Okay, who's better? Tell me. Well, I have to pull up the stats, but he has fewer quality. He, I mean, if it's going to be because he has less box, I'm going to not take this conversation seriously. On the year, but the guy on the team with the most quality starts is some guy that I am. I mean, it's the Angels, so I guess I don't know much about them to begin with. Sure. But I was surprised that. They didn't have the fewest quality starts in all of baseball. So you mean that the team Team. doesn't have the fewest? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, there's. uh, Perhaps you've heard of the Miami Marlins. I mean, there's. I mean, that sounds sort of familiar. uh, And the the Boston Red Sox, who I don't have an updated version of this stat, but uh, when we were talking last week, I remember that through the first seven games, uh, their starters were zero and five with an eight four four ERA. Yeah. Not a hot start to the season for the Boston. Got a little bit worse, but. Going back to the Angels for a second. So Matt Harvey has one quality start in his three starts, but Trevor. Oh, Cahill, I thought you were going to say in his career. I, I was no, going to agree to that. <laughs> I mean, I'm harsh, but I don't think I'm a no, liar. I, I, yeah. <laughs> um, but Trevor Cahill has two quality starts in three starts. So I think, based on that alone, a little bit better than Matt Harvey. All right, but to be fair, the reason why I said that is because to me they're they're not very good. Oh, you know, uh, they're terrible. Yeah, no, they could finish 500 with Mike Trout. They could finish 500 without Mike Trout. Their team batting average is 217. Wow, and that's no. with Mike Trout. 217. Uh, that's uh, and all these stats are through yesterday, so you know. No, no, but that's all right. That's still uh, you know, but that's uh, ouch. I mean, that's like. That's like right above the Mendoza line uh, for the uh, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim possibly moving to Long Beach, uh, which I believe is what it says on the T-shirts now. <laughs> the Los Angeles Long Beach Angels of Anaheim. Yeah, right. Exactly. 
Uh, yeah, I, so I don't know. I mean, the, the I, look, I know the A's, they won 97 games last season. They were a wild card team. Um, I, but I, I, look, I don't, I don't expect, could they be competitive? Sure. But I don't, I don't, uh, I don't get a whiff of greatness out of that. Uh, Melissa, have you ever been to that stadium? I haven't. You don't get a feel for greatness there. David and I have been there. I've been yes. there. I've been there a been, number of times. Yeah, me yeah. too. And, uh, you know, it's, uh. It's fun in a way, you know? Uh, it's fun in the way Olympic Stadium was fun the last year the Expos played there. I love it there. It, I mean, it was a Montreal great place to see baseball. Montreal a beautiful city. Yeah, first of all, Montreal is a beautiful city. Second of all, I, I thought Olympic Stadium was uh, a, a ton of fun. And we'll talk about this a little later. But the, the Expos in their final season were drawing better than the Miami Marlins. And now. and the uh, Tampa, Tampa Rays, I think, combined. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because like I was at a game, you know, and they were playing the Mets, so you probably had a lot of people who you know took the road trip. But it was like twenty thousand at, at Olympic Stadium in the last season they were there. So I went. Um, I think it was two thousand fourteen. Yes, I know the Expos weren't there anymore. It was the. It was a spring. It was one of those Blue game. Jays. Uh, it was Mets yeah. Blue Jays. Right. And it was crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, from the I went to the second of the two games that were there, and just being there, you could tell how badly people missed baseball in Montreal. And I mean, I'm not a city planner or anything, but I would start planning to get a, a team back there. You know, they they lost a franchise once. Why do they deserve another one? I think that the problem was location. For those of us visiting there, uh, it didn't seem like it was that out of the way. But my understanding for Montreal was that. They they even had plans. They really wanted like a downtown ballpark. They think that mm. that was going to help the locals go, which obviously, you know, you're going to do all right with some tourists going. You're going to need locals. You're going to need season tickets. And uh, they felt like if it was actually like downtown in Montreal, I don't, I don't know the city well enough to even be able to guess where that was, that they were going to build it. Uh, but I guess that... Uh, I don't know. I, I think you, you might as well try Montreal again over keeping two teams in Florida that no one's going to well, see. By the same rationale of if they lost a team once, why do they deserve one again? I don't know. The L.A. Rams. Well, L.A. certainly didn't need two football teams to come. They didn't need any. Right. They, yeah, they but didn't. There, was, there was a change of ownership on the Rams, which really made a big difference. True. Well, I mean, they, you know, they... Uh, if somebody... If somebody you know, with the heft of a Stan Kroenke bought the Tampa Bay Rays and wanted to move them to Montreal, that could probably happen if somebody had the weight in order to get a stadium built. But to get an expansion franchise in Montreal, I think that's a big ask. Yeah, no, I think yeah. I think it has to be re- relocation. Yes, and, 100%. Uh, moving, moving the Rays is really tricky because of the lease they have on that uh, awful ballpark. Pretty sure they're, they're going to win the division this year. Look at you. Uh, spoilers. We'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want you ruining the Rays for all of these fans that are going to come out of nowhere. Uh, look, the year they went to the World Series, the fans didn't come from out of nowhere. There were people there, but it, I think that the World Series didn't even sell out. You know, I had a, I have a friend from Philly who he... Uh, really wanted to see the Phillies in the World Series. And uh, it was so expensive to go to Citizens Bank Ballpark. He, his wife, and their two kids flew down to Tampa, saw, I think, only one game there. And uh, for the cost of airfare, hotel, and the games, 
in Tampa, it was cheaper than just going to the game in Philly. So, uh, you know, if you can't if you can't price gouge when you have the World Series, when can you? You know, it's the American way. Yeah. Right, exactly. Thank you. I'm glad somebody understands. But uh, we'll, we'll talk about the uh, AL East in a moment. Let's talk about uh, the uh, the AL Central. Uh, it's uh, every year. I feel like oh, this is the year that the Twins are really good. And uh, look, they they get a wild card every now and then. You know, you'll 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 see them being competitive down the stretch. But for the most part, I don't know. I think I'm an idiot, right? I, I think that uh, this Twins team isn't that much better than the last few years, is it? Uh, I'll ask Melissa first. I don't think the Twins are better than themselves, but I do think they're better than other teams in their division. And for that alone, I think that they can get a wild card spot this year. So you think that they're as good as they were two years ago when they did get a wild card? I think they're better than that. Yeah. By a little bit. And I think having Williams Astudio is going to help them. Mm -hmm. Maybe not as much as people think, but I think he's that little bit of young energy that will push them. Well, where they need to be. David, with uh, household names like Byron Buxton, Miguel Sano, and Jose Barrios, I mean, who, who's who's going to pick against the Twins at this point, right? I'm not picking against the Twins, <laughs> but I think that they've improved. But whether they're a wild card team, you know, the wild card's probably going to come out of the, the, the AL East. Tampa Bay, Yankees, and Boston. Oof. Minnesota has a big, big big task ahead of them name a starting pitcher on the minnesota twins um give, 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 give what's his name give her it starts with a g well that's not good enough is well you it? got a letter you know that would be good if we were playing uh, wheel of fortune you could uh, you could try and buy i some try to get on that show all yeah. the time and they always reject me what i've never gotten on the show and i try every time they have open auditions you're too smart <laughs> i also try for jeopardy and they knock well, me out i tried for sports jeopardy and i got an audition yeah and I couldn't go because I was counting box at home in San Francisco oh. for a Mets game. Oh, well, I mean, look, you had your priorities. Yeah, I did. Uh, look, when you look at this division, the uh, the AL Central, which is what we're talking about right now, you've got um, you've got some really bad teams. You got the White Sox, the Royals and the Tigers. I think that Tigers the, have come out of the gate pretty good. Yes, they're uh, eight and five as we talk today. So uh, that that is good, but uh, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure, but, David, you have some favorite uh, Detroit Tigers, but I think most of us wouldn't be able to name as many as as, as you can. You know, so uh, but uh, and then with the Royals. You know, they were good for two years, and unfortunately, the second one of those was the year that they beat the Mets in the World Series. Um, and, uh, Melissa, I know you like to think that that didn't happen, but I can tell it you didn't. it happened. I was there. I, I saw that game. The whole 2015 season didn't happen. Yeah, well, I, I, you know, I, I wish, considering how much I spent to go to two stupid World Series games. <laughs> it's worth it I, for the Mets. I didn't go to the one that they won. Uh, it, it, but anyway... Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I think I, I I'm going to be honest. I, I don't have a lot to say about, uh, those three teams, but, uh, am I, am I discounting the tag? We'll talk about Cleveland in a second. There's a reason I'm leaving them off of this equation. Cause to me, it's between the, the Indians and the twins and then the rest of them. It's like, who's, who's going to not lose 120 games. Uh, but, uh, Melissa, am I missing anything from the Tigers Chai Sox and the Royals. I don't think you're missing any anything on the Royals. I think people are 
hoping the White Sox are going to do something this year because Tim Anderson is leading the league in batting average. Mm-hmm. Not league, in all of the major leagues. Um, but I don't think that that... I mean, one, I think it's it's not it's definitely not going to last. But also, it's not going to do anything for the team. You can't have one good hitter and a bunch of sleeping babies <laughs> and expect to, to amount to anything. And I then, don't know. The, the Nationals tried that a few times. but uh, and Did it work for them? I mean, they got to the playoffs a couple times. Mm. They always lost in the first round. Yeah. But. Um, but then the Tigers, I think people are overestimating what they're going to be able to do because they don't have a single batter batting above 300. Okay, but this is through the first two weeks of the season. Yes. So uh, it's, very, it's very, you know, when you play a lot of uh, inter-division games to start the season at the end of March, it's cold. Nobody has a hot bat right now. Uh, well. Except for Tim Anderson of right. the White Sox. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for Tim Anderson of the White Sox. Uh, but I, I think that uh, as much as I dislike the city of Cleveland and uh, at least one of their fans, I think that uh, the the Indians, it, it, seems, it seems hard to make a case for why they couldn't uh, win. I mean, they have an actual... They have a starting rotation that you feel like will win them a lot of games. You've got Kluber, Trevor Bauer, uh, and then, you know, the fact that they have a guy named Bieber makes me just really feel like, okay, it's probably not going to happen. What do you think, David? Well, they just lost Clevenger. He's out for six to eight weeks. Yeah. So that's going to... That's a lot of weeks. That's a lot of weeks. That's going to damage the starting rotation more than a little bit. Um... Do they have enough to win the division? Yeah, we're just talking divisions right now. Maybe, probably. You know, I couldn't say for sure. I mean, that's that's a pretty weak division as far as the American League goes. I mean, do you feel like I do that it would be between Cleveland and Minnesota? Or yeah, I'm okay. I'm pretty much down on that. Okay. Uh, so, uh, which, if you have to pick one though, I, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with the twins just because I, one year I'm going to be right. What do you think, uh, David? Is I'm going to stick with the tribe. The tribe. And yeah. Melissa, are you, uh, what do you got? Who's got the least amount of box in the uh, AL Central? Melissa's picking Actually, the White Sox. there's not a single balk in the AL Central. Well, there you go. Uh, so that means all those teams are going to make the playoffs. But I am going to go with Detroit. Okay. Uh, based on... Box record record just so the early season uh, eight and five record yeah uh, and then the fact that Cleveland's record is eight and four and they're a half game better that doesn't matter to no you. okay uh, look these these are the, these are the hard hitting questions that have to be asked yeah that's fair yeah because uh, if I don't ask him who's going to uh, you Mr and Mrs America no the answer is no uh, let's talk about the American League East uh, I. Gave you a stat on the Red Sox a little earlier, and as we're talking, they are three and nine, and um, oh, they just look so bad. They've had one quality start in twelve games. It must have been one. David Price, right? I don't know. I can it, look. It I up. mean, it has to be Chris Sale. If, if it's no, anyone, it wasn't Chris Sale. Maybe it was Porcello. Okay, I mean, I'm uh, guessing they got uh, they got Pedroia off the disabled list. I know yeah, that. that's going to be a big help. Well, uh, you know, sarcasm. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> This is the sarcasm ding. Uh, but I I just, I don't, look, it's a bad division, and I know I just said this about the AL Central. Uh, not, I, I disagree with that completely. It's I, still the best division in the American League. Despite the fact that there's two absolutely god-awful teams and one pretty bad one. There's, there's the defending World Series champion. There's a team that won 
more than 100 games, the Yankees. There's Yes, uh, well, the Yankees are the team that I think is the good and team in this division. there's a team that won more than 90 games, the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah. Uh, they're, I mean, they, they're, may not, they may not finish in the same order they finished last year, but who's going to dethrone those three teams? Well, I, it's not the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, and, uh, Melissa, I know that uh, this team is near and dear to your family because of where you're from, but uh, oh, it, it's not... And it's not the Orioles. No, God, uh, no. Chris Davis, I think, is going to go O for the season. I'm pretty sure. Uh, which He's by still the, batting zero, by the yeah. way. Yeah. It, it, it's is it still over forty nine or uh, was I that? I think, I think that was before more. last night's game. He only played in was it the end he, of last he night's game. Hit. Yeah. So he's just over fifty. He's. He's going to get like a like a DiMaggio streak, you know. Uh, but yeah, in, reverse. Well, yeah. infamously, you know, I mean, uh, DiMaggio streak ends at 55 games. And I think a lot of people know this. But in those days, you didn't make a lot to be a, a Major League Baseball player. It was any possible endorsements or, you know, side gigs you can get going. And he was going to side sign a huge contract with Heinz, Heinz 57 for the catch-up. So it was all it was all ready. It was all in place. And, you know, the money is probably you know a fraction of of any endorsement deal today. But then he uh, that's it after fifty five games. So I think that Heinz should uh, just really embrace when he go when Chris Davis goes over fifty seven, but he can't go over fifty eight. He's got to get a hit after that. I'm fairly confident that right now you are jinxing this. Yeah, so he's going to get hit tomorrow or today. He's going to go four for no, they, four. They already played today, so definitely tomorrow. Okay. Um, but I'm frightened by you jinxing it because I want it to be right. You want him to you want him to get a hit or you want him to go over 57? 57, you, 58. I want him to go 600. I want him to go over the season. I mean, but see, here's the thing. They're paying him so much too. How long is his season going to last if he keeps like, I mean, honestly, you base. do you do have some of those uh, owners that are like, well, we're paying him. You got to play him, you yep. know. Uh, and yeah, he did only uh, he did only pinch hit today. Okay. Uh, so wait, that's not him. No, because <laughs> yeah, oh no, he has yeah. He, <laughs> I thought that was his average. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. Uh, he has an OPS of point one twenty one. I can do that. In uh, fact, I have done that. <laughs> uh. I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, he's I, 0 for 29. I know that uh, the the Orioles opening day starter, uh, his ERA last year was like five and a half, which you know for the American League is not terrible, believe it or not. But uh, I just I just smell really bad things uh, in in the state of Maryland. And, and oh, you that's know, so sweet. You know, not not usually. <laughs> it's not not, not, not the it's usual not the smells. Orioles. Yeah, uh, and you know, talking. You know, look, I, I don't want to. Just uh, gang up on the teams in Florida. Uh, the, on Monday night, their attendance at Camden Yard was an all-time low of 6,585. Wow. And that's a great ballpark. That's a fun ballpark. I like seeing it. There's great food there. Yep. Uh, Boogs. Yeah, Boog exactly. Powell I was barbecue. just going to say the Boog Powell Barbecue is fantastic. So, uh, I, you know, in the early years of interleague, the, the Mets and Orioles would play every year, and every other year it would be down there. So I drove down there for that a couple of times just because I thought it would be fun. And it, it's a great ballpark, but, man, 6,585. Look, I get it. People uh, want to see teams that win, but... Uh, that's low even for yeah. even for low. Yeah. I mean, that's like the Marlins are lower than that, but they, they could top. They could get 6586 if they have wow. the right bobblehead, I think. Aww. 
You know what? I'm just <laughs> the saying. Marlins, the Marlins could give away a Baltimore bobblehead. <laughs> Guys, that's so mean. <laughs> they could give away Billy the Marlin, you know, and just be like, hey, he'll. They still have... Cheetah probably got rid of Billy the Marlin. I hope not. I mean, Traded them for prospects. Ooh. He's no Philly fanatic, but uh, oh, I like God. Billy the Marlin. I hate that thing. Oh, my gosh. You well, hate the Philly fanatic? Well, just a blob of... Oh, the Philly but fanatic so is the best like, mascot in but, sports. But, okay, I agree that he's great because he does these over-the-top things that other mascots don't do. Yeah. But he's a bully. And if you're going to teach kids not to be bullies, the Philly fanatic shouldn't exist. But he's he, an asshole. He would always make fun of Tommy Lasorda. Okay, but I loved that. That yes, was a different I, guy inside the suit. But. Yeah. Oh yeah, that guy that guy had to leave, right? <laughs> I like looking back on it now. But things from a long time ago and I like seeing when, you know, like players enjoy it and they get involved, but sometimes it's like watching anyone touch Adrian Beltre's head and knowing that shit's going to hit the fan. Like back off. I don't know. <laughs> and maybe I hate him because He's the Phillies mascot. Also, he's green, and I'm not sure what that's supposed to represent. Why isn't he one of the Phillies colors? I don't. I don't know. I'm just. I believe so... he's an alien. I mean, uh, David, you lived in. Uh, you went to school in Philly. You must have. You must have some uh, inside uh, inside dirt on the Philly fanatic. What is he supposed to be anyway? I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish I did. But I know that you're a big fan of the fanatic, right? I love the fanatic. Next, him and the San Diego Chicken are like one and one A in mascots. Where's Mr. Met in that ranking? Mr. Met, uh, come he's on, a, he's got an enormous head, but yeah, according, deservedly so because his his ego only matches his abilities. According to the Philly Fanatics official biography, which is apparently a thing, the fanatic is from the Galapagos Islands. He is not an alien. I mean, yeah, that's kind of what I that's kind of what I thought. You know, I mean, that's that's fine. Uh, and it was uh, well, it was six years ago, but. Uh, I don't know. The I like when players would have fun with uh, with the fanatic, and uh, when he was on the Nationals, I think, or no, maybe it was when I think it was when he was on the. Anyway, Jason Worth stole his keys, and one of the Mets stole his keys okay, one but time see, too. I like that because I, you're challenging yeah, the bully. Because there's just great video of the fanatic gets back to his little ATV, and he like he wants to drive off on it, and somehow he's expressive enough because he's like, a, what the. So I, I like when uh, visiting players interact. See, you know? I like that too, but it's not yeah. the interaction that I like. It's putting the bully in his place and not letting the bully get the best of you. Man. What, what did the fanatic mascot, do to you? Mascot bullying is a whole different show. I'm also so terrified of people in costume. Like walking down Even Hollywood, Mr. Matt? Like if there was if Mr. Matt was like in my section, I would start to hyperventilate. Right, um, Not Melissa, out of excitement. Terrified of plushies. It's terrifying. <laughs> like I cannot walk down Hollywood Boulevard. I can't go to Times Square. Like, I don't know who wants to do that anyway. But it's so overwhelming to me because these, like, I don't know. Sometimes you can see their eyes through the costumes and they look yeah, like no, demons. Yeah, no, that's true. You do see the eyes sometimes. It's yeah. awful. But anyway. So Disneyland, not fun for you. I mean, it's not the worst. But you don't, you're not going to wait in a line to get a picture in Mickey Mouse's house with Mickey Mouse? No. Okay. Invite me to your wedding. I'll come as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> Jay would love that. Jay loves Buzz Lightyear. Really? Obsessed. Of all the characters for you to pick. That's interesting. Obsessed yeah. with Buzz. Uh, all right. Uh, so I, I feel like I'm going to talk to Jay and tell him that you really want Mr. Matt to be there at, at the wedding. I'm uh, sure. You, you I'm can sure. hire him. My wife looked into it, and you would have had. To, she would have had to fly him out. 
and you have to buy a seat for the head, believe it or not, because no, you can't pass. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. It's, if I had gotten married in New York, Mr. Met would have been there. I feel pretty confident. It's amazing what you can do for money. Ah. And just just uh, the sound of that, you know, truer words rarely spoken. Um, all right, so I don't know. I mean, the so the Rays, yeah, they had they had ninety wins last year, uh, but but this year they have yeah. the lowest ERA in all of the major leagues and mm-hmm. the lowest earned runs. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they do have well, they had last year's Cy Young uh, winner Blake mm-hmm. Snell and. They uh, also decided to finally actually pay him. <laughs> but when the season started, I, he was making like the league minimum as the reigning uh, Cy Young champ. Uh, I'm on the I'm on the raise side on that though because uh, I, look, I don't think they have a lucrative TV deal. Clearly, people don't come to the ballpark, so I don't think that they're flush with cash. You know, so maybe they should have like just bought him a car instead of uh, raising his salary. <laughs> a you know, Civic. They could have bought... <laughs> well, uh, you know, a, a pre-owned Civic, obviously, we're yeah. talking about here. Uh, but, course. you know, they could have uh, maybe borrowed the Fanatics uh, ATV or something. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if the if the team was good, mostly because the Orioles and Blue Jays are so bad, and I really feel like the Red Sox have... N- they, they got nothing to play for. Ownership has nothing to... They, they're not going to add to that team at the trade deadline. I mean, if... if look, you, mean, you mean the Sox? I'm saying the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that that team's going to... You know, it'll be better than, than three wins. They'll have at least four. But... Oh. Well, for the whole season. I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> yeah. It was sad. Why would you be sad for the Boston Red Sox? Do you know how many times Sox. they've won the World Series in this century? Last okay. century wasn't great for them. But this century, it's annoying. You know? It's like they've won... The, the Yankees have won the World Series once in this century, 2009. Uh, it depends if you count 2000. I hate the Red Sox so much that I would root for the Yankees over the Red Sox. Now that is the hottest take I've heard uh, ever uh, from you on baseball. But uh, I I just don't, I don't think they're going to be very good. Uh, I don't, I don't think they want to be very good. I don't think they're capable of being very good. And I think the fans are going to be like, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, so I think they, I think that ballpark holds like thirty-seven thousand now. It'll be sold out. It'll be fine. It's too, it's too early to uh, to put them six feet under. Well, again, because They're, there are so gotten, many bad teams in the American League. Yeah, I mean, I mean they've They're, gotten they've, they've got gotten bad, they've gotten really bad pitching so far. Yeah, Sale is not Sale at the moment. Uh, Eovaldi is. I mean, they've got the fewest quality starts, Melissa. Yeah, and Sale is the one that has. The only quality star. I, mm-hmm. I just figured he had to. Uh, so, uh, David, would you say that this sale is in foreclosure? I think it's too early to tell. Oh, okay. I, I would me, say that, take is. that back. You need some some props for that pun. It was well, good. you know, it's a, there's no video. I mean, yes, there's cameras in here, but people can't see it. His velocity is down. Yeah. And granted, I mean, you know, so is yours, could, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> it's been it's been on a steady decline. You've been, you've been for trending a de- downward for a decade. Yeah. I've I've seen those I've I've seen those stats. Yeah, you know, he's still feeling it probably from the number of innings he pitched last year. I mean, yeah, all you know the postseason and you know those last three innings in uh, in Game Seven. Yeah, that is wear and tear on your arm. His his velocity is down two to three miles per hour, and it makes a big difference. Uh, but 
the New York Yankees, uh, you know, when the three of us were talking uh, a week ago, they had uh, 11 players on the disabled list. I don't think anybody's come off since still, then. No, it's still 11. It's still 11. Yeah, and guys are getting, Severino has gotten even more hurt. Mm-hmm. They just pushed him back. Was it today or yesterday? That they yesterday, pushed they pushed him? Okay. him back another six to eight weeks. And uh, I, I know it's not the DL anymore, but I... I did I, we say DL? Well, I did, I okay. think. Yeah, yeah. I-L. It has a lovely ring to it. It just it sounds stupid. The, the ill. Aisle, yeah. Get it? The ill? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the, Ill? the ill communication. Yes, exactly. I got, I got nothing. Yeah. But uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, it's the opposite feeling about the Red Sox. I think I can't believe that the Yankees have only won in, in 2009. That's once in the, the, last, uh, the last 10 years. And... The so if you count 2000s part of the 21st century, which I don't, but fine. So 2000, 2009, that's it. The uh, the 90s were good to them, but uh, the 21st century has not. 21st century has been great to the Red Sox, and uh, quite frankly, I'm sick of it. So I I'd like them to have like a hundred and can they have 150 last season? Go 12 and 150. The, the, the Red Sox. No, no, the Red Sox. I mean, it's possible. I, it's unlikely. But it's, it's so possible. unlikely. But wouldn't that be fun at some point to see, like, you know, to just go so far past 120 losses? Eat it, Red Sox Nation. <laughs> don't, but don't include me in this, like Red Sox shoving down the. So why do you, what, sewer? What is it with you and the Red Sox? Why, 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 why are you so kind to them? Have you ever met anyone from New England? So oh, let's get let's get TK up on up on the uh We'll talk to him a, a, the a, another time. time. Yeah. Right. I, I don't uh, I don't actually know where uh, Coltrane is at at the moment, but uh, I'm sure he's not watching the No, you know what I bet he is still watching all the Sox games. I just think that I have a soft spot for the Red Sox because I think what year was it? 2004? That was the first Yeah, yeah no, I I because, had a soft spot for them that year. Well, that was amazing. That was a great that, story. I think it's like it's for me because I feel like it was I was at that age where I was kind of defying my parents because I was staying up late to watch the games when I should have been asleep. And, those ga- I, and uh, wow. you're on the East Coast, so those Rebel games were late. Late. Yeah. 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 And so I felt like it was very formative in my life. And like I was one of the only I went to an all girls high school and there weren't many. I was new, so I didn't know very many people. Mm-hmm. But there were it was a great a, way to make friends, staying up all night watching baseball. And the few yeah. people I knew didn't care about baseball. Right. And so that's, that's I so remember odd. like <laughs> the old girls high school. But in I loved Maryland. being like that person that had all of that knowledge, yeah. that useless, useless knowledge. And so I remember like watching all of those games and just like that for me, thinking about it now, was such a high point in my baseball fandom that I think that I don't know, because of that I still love them. Uh, I'm sorry. There was a lot to like about that team. You know, there were some fun personalities, and uh, you know, Big Poppy was like a cartoon character, and Manny uh, and the fact that you know the being down zero and three to the Yankees in the ALCS, and then coming back against the Yankees is amazing, and was so much fun to watch. So uh, yeah, but. Then when they won again in 2007, I was like, eh, all right. And uh, I, I believe it's 2012, and then again last year. Mm-hmm. So that's enough, all right? Uh, you know, another I'm, I'm, another I'm, 100 years. Yeah, right, exactly. Just wait till we talk about the Cubs. But, uh, yeah, I think that, uh, you know, uh, so there, 
they're due for a, a terrible season, and uh, you know this looks is, like you're going to have that. I think we're going to get it this year, so uh, it's all right, Red Sox Nation. You'll you'll be fine. You know, uh, I, I think the the Patriots were still pretty good uh, in recent memory, so you'll be fine. Uh, but I don't know who am I. What am I wrong about with uh, Baltimore, Melissa? Because uh, or is it just a soft spot that you know it's not based on facts? they're not going to be that good. And No. When we spoke earlier, yes. I did think that they were going to win a wild card spot. I have since changed my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for the sole reason that they have two box already. Oh, my gosh. I love that that's the reason. I should have known that that's the reason why. Um, and they had they finished last in their division last year with the highest number of box in said division with eight. So they're definitely... Was only eight? Yeah. I guess that's a lot. Most box it. of any team in 2018. Do you know? I told you last week. You did, but I don't remember. Dodgers. Oh, yeah. They had 10. Um, hmm. but, but they got to the World Series, so, yeah. you know. And my soft spot for the Orioles is not for the team. It's just for the team being in the city that I grew up in because I was that's where I learned to keep score. And I grew up watching Cal Ripken and, you know, being at Camden Yards. So that's my baseball like foundation, but I have no emotional connection to the do Orioles. You, do you like that bird, the the mascot, the Oriole bird? I mean, he's fine. Like, I don't want him near me. Yeah. What about the, <laughs> what about the cartoon version of the bird on the hat? I always like that hat, the yeah. little cartoon bird hat. I, I think I saw it this morning on MLB.com. There was this thing, and it was like the weirdest um, like hidden messages in like team logos and the first one was like the brewers which is not even hidden anymore everybody knows about it but the last one was the oriole bird and they were like is his mouth open or closed i'm like nobody's ever thought it was open his mouth is always closed I thought his mouth was closed yeah and there was this i don't know it was well the the brewers logo is amazing because not everybody realized that it was an m and a b it was well, a, making the shape of a glove it is the best logo ever and i believe it was submitted by a fan Yes, but yeah. the thing I read this morning, and I wish I could find it right now. Oh, here it is. Um, was the interesting one that I didn't know about was the Expos logo. Yeah, the big M. M, M well, yeah, e. but it's also E B E L B Expos uh -huh. League Baseball. Yes, right. it's or both an M and an ELB. A C B for the team's owner, Charles Bronfman. 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 Hmm. So I thought that was really interesting, and then there was like I don't know. Then it was like the Mets is is the skyline. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Well, Which, yeah. What, is that supposed to be the Whitestone Bridge or just a generic? You know, I'm bridge? feeling I'm feeling Throg's Neck as I look at that there. Uh, you know, uh, possibly Verrazano Narrows. Uh, that does, um, that goes from Brooklyn to Staten Island. I know. I'm trying nowhere, to I'm trying to think of more. Shh, I'm so trying to think of more bridges. This is oh, what right. this says about the buildings. If this directs you to which bridge it is. The left is a church spire, symbolic of Brooklyn, the borough of churches. The second building from the left is the Williamsburg Savings Bank, the tallest building in Brooklyn. Okay. Next is the Woolworth Building. All right. Sky, general skyline view of Midtown, and then the Empire State so Building. So probably the... Uh, and then the far the, right is United Nations Bridge. Building. All right. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm standing by Throg's Neck. I'm sorry. You Just because it's fun to say. You can't back me down from this. I'm definitely feeling Throg's Neck. Uh, Look, I think the Yankees, uh, as, as as many injured players as they are, as much as I dislike them, they're still the Yankees. And, uh, you know, sure, their record might be five and seven through two weeks, but they will uh, not make the postseason. They will not whew, listen to you. So not even a wild card. Nope. Uh, they're going to play a lot of even like a lot of really bad teams. You know, you got 19 games against the uh, the Orioles, the Blue Jays, and the Red Sox. And 
the same number against a mediocre Tampa Bay team. Stop uh, calling them mediocre. You I know feel, that they're the Kings. I, I don't. I don't know that. I don't know that. I, I know that they uh, they have like an ugly surface that they play in. and uh, An ugly I, starfish? Is that what you surface. Said? surface. Oh. <laughs> it's some nasty they, turf. They do also. Well, you know, that logo does look like a starfish, though. That little ray. <laughs> it's supposed to be like a ray of sunshine. And by the way, whatever. I think it's a sting let's ray. Let's back to devil rays. No. You know, come on. With the, with like the they line. Have to, they have to make up their mind. Yeah. Right, exactly. What are you? Uh, I, I don't know. Look, the Yankees being Yankees. And look, I think the Yankees have incredibly suspect pitching. Pitching. Uh, Severino, uh, not that good. Tanaka, also don't feel good about him. But they win so many games because they play in a Little League park. It doesn't matter. You know, it's like they they can score more than their pitchers give up. And I think there's not a lot of teams that I feel confident saying that with. Dodgers. I, yeah, that's the other one. That That's the other one, that, that little preview. That's the other pick I have for a team that I think is actually not good, but I think that they're going to easily win their division because they can just score so much. But I think you're picking those teams based on ability to score home runs, which is no, great, wait, but wait, it not, doesn't last. Literally, not just home runs, just, you know, like a pop fly is a double in Yankee Stadium. That's not oh, the case yeah. at Dodger Stadium. You know, no. that's a huge ballpark. Yes. So you do have to hit it out of there. But I, I no think... cheap home runs in Dodger Stadium. No. That's true. There's nothing cheap about Dodgers Stadium. No, oh, give Melissa Bell. Yeah, it's uh, it's, Do- it's Dodger Dogs it's seven fifty this so, year. It's so much more affordable than San Francisco. San Francisco. We'll talk about that division in a minute. Literally in a minute. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. Uh, so Yankees by uh, by ten games. What do you think about that? I mean, they're gonna they're gonna win the division by ten games, even though I think that they're bad. What do you think, David? I'm still picking the Red Sox. I think they're going to get themselves off the schneid, and uh, they're going to put the hammer down. Look, they they can go like five. They can go uh, thirty three and five against the, the the Blue Jays and the Orioles, and uh, that'll make up a lot of the ground for the hole that they're digging themselves into. Yeah. So yeah, I I think that uh, when you're in a bad division, you have a lot of opportunities to win, uh, and uh, I think that. Every division has a, a couple of teams that you're supposed to beat up on, you know, and if you have any chance of going anywhere. So, yeah, I won't rule out the Red Sox, but I, 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 don't, I just don't see it. But it wouldn't surprise me. That's what I mean. I'm not, I'm not picking them by a mile. I just think that uh, they don't have it in them. What do you think, Melissa? I think it's the Rays. I know you love the Rays. So uh, who's your favorite Ray? I have to name one? Yeah, just one. <laughs> you know, when we talked last week, I think you had to name three Detroit Tigers. I'm asking for one. I even said one of their names. No, he was a Cy, she's, she's he, looking. I know. He was the Cy Young Award winner last oh, year. Blake I said, Snell. Yeah, okay. I was like, I was like, I said one. She had to be prompted. Yeah. Let's look at the... Is Evan Longoria still there? I know he isn't, by no. the way. I know. I know. I just said I know he isn't. But it's Ooh, like... Kevin Kiermeier. I like his oh, name. It he's sounds good. fun. Yeah. Now, did you just pick his name because he sounds Jewish? No! You're you're picking the team based on the names that you like? Yeah. That's very... What about the box? Yeah, where are they at with the box? Um, They have zero? They do have zero. All right, so you know what? Based on that, they're going to win. Yeah. Exactly. All right, let's... uh, Enough of this American League nonsense. Let's talk about the National League. Let's talk about real baseball, where the pitchers hit, at least for uh, this season, and uh, maybe next season, but probably not after that. Don't ruin it. Yeah. It's not me. I'm not ruining the, it. The designated hitter is an abomination. It is an abomination. Any, any real baseball fan knows it. And it shows that uh, that any you know any idiot can manage in the American League. But uh, you know when you got to do double switches, you got to think.
think about there's so much more well, they maneuvering were, they were talking about it yesterday um on the Mets broadcast versus the twins because they didn't know what they were doing like taking the pitcher out yeah for a pinch hitter because they were un you know they're unfamiliar with the the double switches and all mm-hmm. of the the different things that you have to mentally prepare for yeah. in the National League. Yes, uh, and uh, yeah, exactly. There, there, there's, there's a whole strategy to it, and I like that element of the game. You know, like mm-hmm. people getting taken out because the pitcher's spot is going to come up. I, I don't know. I find that, I find that interesting. Well, we're going to start off with the National League West, and we have uh, maybe my number one, or or it's tied for one A. My favorite ballpark in Major League Baseball is Petco Park in San Diego. Uh, look the. Padres, what is that? That's like 15 years ago now. They they made the playoffs a couple of times, you know, with Jake Peavy and kind of nobody else. But they, uh, you know, they were competitive. They were kind of a fun team uh, when they first started playing at Petco. I, I love that park. That team's usually not great. And uh, I think that they threw some money around. They got themselves some Manny Machado. So they've got a uh, very unlikable player who might be a little bit productive this year. But uh, maybe not for the length of the contract. Uh, I think that they'll be better, but I don't. Um, oh, I don't. I don't smell winning team on the San Diego Padres. But Melissa, you're shaking your head. No, I I agree with you. Okay. I think, Even though they're eight and five through yes. the first two weeks. So okay. I think I think they look good. Do I, they have four box? They actually have two. Okay. Um, <laughs> See, I just guess. I I'm not looking up the box stats. I just throw them out there. So if we are going by. Box last year where the team finished in the division. So yeah. Dodgers had the most box in the NL West last year. They finished And they're first. National League champions. Yes. And yeah. the Padres, as of now, have the most box in the NL West. Um, so by so that the, fact alone, you'd think I'd say that they're going to be in the World the Series. They're going to be in the World Series. I don't think they'll even make the playoffs. No, I don't think so. I, I hope, like, I wish that they would because I don't want the Dodgers to be in the playoffs again. But I don't think it's going to be the Padres that knocks them out. No, and I don't think that there are great teams in this division at all. And it's a very weak division. It's a very weak division, and I think for that reason, the fact that the Dodgers score so much, and you know, it's not exclusively the home run. They can have situational hitting. They can manufacture runs. Uh, the fact that I'm saying they can. not Do they do it? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think that uh, a big part is you can look at the – addition by subtraction of Yasiel Puig and you know Machado helped them down the stretch but not a great clubhouse guy um but I don't know that they have the kind of productivity that either of those guys give you and and Yasiel Puig is probably my least favorite player of the last few years in all of you know what all of sports probably I think I like Gronk better than him you think that he is worse than Tom Brady yeah oh no I mean Tom Brady is how many rings does he have? Six. That's yeah. my that's my point. Yeah, he's hit official d bag level. Sure, he's a, solely by the amount of rings yeah, he has. That's fine. Now I hate him. I mean, he's he's got more than I, G, he's got more than Jeter. That's how I, many he has. I hate him for the same reason you hate the Red Sox. I, mean, I don't even hate the Red Sox. I'm just tired of them. Oh, yeah. I, hate, I got hated it. the Red Sox before they won. You probably hated the Red Sox before either of us were born. Ouch. <laughs> What? It's pretty hard. I mean, definitely before she was born, but uh, maybe not before I was born. Definitely before Melissa was born. Were you born in 1990? No. 89? Yeah. Yeah. I'm an 80s baby, okay? Yeah, exactly. Uh, But. uh, Melissa, uh, newsflash, I'm your father. (laughs) 
just waiting to tell you. I think my dad would be really surprised by that. <laughs> he didn't know. Yeah. And your, so would your mom. <laughs> hey. So uh, yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I think that the uh, the Giants are um, destined to be historically bad. I think that uh, you know they had that that alternating win the World Series every other year for three years. So. They kind of felt good after that. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're good. And you know, look, rebuilding. They'll they'll have a time to be great again. But I mean, they have they have that spacious ballpark that was built for Barry Bonds, um, and it's not really conducive for anyone else to hit home runs. Uh, every once in a while, you see the splashdown, right, David? You've been there when there's been a splashdown. Yeah, but uh, it's usually not by in a visiting... the ballpark. <laughs> hey! Oh God! Usually, it's by a visiting player, anyway. Uh, but. I think it's that San Francisco, Melissa, grow up. <laughs> it's it's a city by the bay. I know I've been there. Yeah, I've been there too. I I saw you there. You met my mom. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, that was the first time I ever saw a seven line gathering. I did, yeah. Did yeah. Melissa's mom mention me? That's a callback. Stop. You guys <laughs> know my, like two minutes my ago. mom is going to listen to this. Well, you know. Hi, it, Mrs. Weinstein. <laughs> Guys are horrible. I'm not. What did I do? Sorry, mom. I didn't say anything. He's he's the one who's you know throw, throw, throwing things out there. Uh, he's the one who's being Mr. 23 and Me over here. Although I guess that would tell you your ethnicity as opposed to uh, your your parentage. I know my parentage. I, I, I do too. I met your mom. <laughs> uh, but so and what I alluded to earlier, uh, San Francisco uh, is just such an overrated baseball city. It, it's a nice park, but. It's uh, it's so expensive, you know. I think the park or the city, the, both. Both, yes. But that ballpark is so expensive. I mean, it's like Food if you good, if you want to mosey down to the middle section, it's like thirty more dollars. It's like it's it's like ninety dollars to sit in the middle deck, you know. And the food's expensive. And uh, you know, we've talked about this in the past on the Blackcast. Uh, Dave and I, we went to a Mets game in July, uh, I think two thousand eleven. And now, I've did been, we pay for seats, or did Mark get us? Tickets? I think he might have gotten us those tickets. But either way, uh, I, we went to a couple on that, and I think he got us tickets for one game, and then we we bought for. Right. Uh, I think there was a day game we sat out in the bleachers yes. or something. But that night game is—it's not an exaggeration. It's colder than when I went to Shea Stadium on opening day. It's the coldest I've ever been at an event. You know that I, because you know usually if it's cold, I'm not going to go. So uh, it's. I know I'm criticizing the wrong things here, but uh, it's what I don't like about it. So I can't even be like, oh, they have an amazing, they have a nice ballpark. But I think that uh, San Diego and Pittsburgh are both much better. And they're also fan friendly. And I think that's important. You know, I when, guess when you say fan friendly, do you mean that the the concessions are less expensive? Because I don't find that uh, San Francisco ballpark is non-fan friendly. No, I'm talking. Well, I'm talking about ticket prices more importantly than okay. anything else. I mean, it's okay. really important. It's really expensive to sit there. But you have to. Re- re- I mean, I don't mean you have to remember, but those are not big cities, San Diego and Pittsburgh. Yeah, those are small markets. Yes, uh, and San Francisco is also. I don't know. I mean, if you just look at what rent costs, you know, it's a it's a, a hugely expensive city. I I, I get that entirely, yep. but uh, so based on that, uh, I think they're going to be at the bottom of the division. I think uh, Colorado uh, it, it has a potential to be better, but it, it's such a wild card, and I don't mean they're going to make the wild card to 
play half your games in that ballpark because, you know, if Daniel Murphy's ever healthy, he's he's going to hit really well in that ballpark. But then I think he's going to mess up his swing on the road. I think he's one of those guys. And to get pitchers who can pitch well there is, is always the challenge there. But, you know, it's like a four and a half ERA is amazing if, if you're there. So I, I don't think that they're going to be that much better. I thought that the D-backs had a chance of being good, and they just – they just stunk so much in these first two weeks. Yeah, they're six and six as and we they, see it right they've, now. They've had some really bad injuries too. Yeah, I mean that hasn't. I mean it's only been two weeks, so you know over a long period of time we'll see the impact of those injuries. But I think they stink no matter what. Oh, yeah. I think they have a chance. Who's that? A chance at what? Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. I mean, a chance guess, of stinking. But, but based on what? I, they have a chance at uh, leading the league in box or. I mean, let's look. They lead, the, <laughs> they lead the league in bad unis. They've had one. They've had a lot of bad unis, though. Oh, That's true. No, yeah. only one balk. Yeah. But they, no, yeah. They, they, I, I, who knew that their uh, their white and purple uniform that they had when they won the World Series was actually going to be their best uniform? It's sad, but true. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, Granky is not really an ace. He's a, he's a solid number two. You know, if if you get him in his prime, but uh, they, I don't know. I just don't think that. Uh, I don't think they play any facet of the game well in, in Arizona, and I think that the Dodgers are they're they're not great, but they're just better than all those other teams. You know, in in pretty much every every facet, they, you know, they're missing their three best pitchers. So I think that it's entirely possible that they could really dig themselves into a hole. I mean, they're only they're eight and six now yeah. because they score so many runs. Yes, and I I know you can't do that the whole season, but I think that they'll they'll pitch a little bit better when they start to get guys back. Kershaw comes back Monday. Monday. See, there you go. So uh, I think that'll make a difference and. Uh, if he can pitch, yes, I feel like he'll pitch, but he'll pitch well. No, as well with we're an eighty-eight mile an hour fastball, it remains to be seen. I don't know if there's anybody in that division who can hit it, so uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So uh, I've got the uh, Dodgers winning the division and no wild card uh, coming out of the the AL West. I agree with that. Okay, what do you think, Melissa? I've got the Dodgers taking a wild card spot and the Diamondbacks winning the NL West. All right, I, I like that you have a different perspective on this. It's uh, just even awful. if it's wrong. It's hopefulness. <laughs> It's hopeful optimism. Yeah. Uh, so let's look at the uh, the NL Central. Uh, you know, when we talked a couple weeks ago, or just last week, uh, I was very high on the Milwaukee Brewers, and I still am, for uh, the simple reasons that they've got Uke and they've got Bernie Brewer. Uh, yeah, that makes them fun. And they're, they're, they're what, the sausage wait, race. What, they're the sausage what race. What is with you choosing your teams based on mascot? You chose the Tampa Bay Rays because you like the name. <laughs> No, you I like chose the player's player. name. You took, yeah. No, that was just a very name to say very out loud. Sci- his name was very like sci- that. His very name was scientific. His name was Barry Weinstein. So it was you Kevin Kiermaier. Come on, you guys. <laughs> uh, anyway, I think that. Uh, you know, look, they. Uh, I I thought that they were uh, gonna make the World Series, but uh, you know, uh, they uh, they are not as good as they were last year. So that's a uh, it's Why a question. Why do you say that? I, I feel like there's a who did they lose? They lost a, a great guy from their bullpen, and I'm not smart yeah, enough. Corey Knable. Uh, that's not even the one I was thinking of, actually. Oh, okay. Jeremy Jeffress. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, you just pull this out of nowhere. You don't have any notes or anything. I'm a genius. Yeah, <laughs> just don't, don't ask him how many box that uh, the Brewers had last year. He doesn't know. But uh, yeah, they I, had five. I, I should have remembered Jeffress's name, uh, but uh, you know what? I didn't. Um, I think this is another division where 
you've you've got some dead weight to kick around, and that dead weight can be found in the city of Skyline Chili in the Cincinnati Reds. Oh, I've never had Skyline Chili, but it looks disgusting. Oh, it's amazing. What is it? It's so good. Oh, it's gross. What's, no, what is it? it, it, it like, how is it different from regular chili? Uh, it, it sucks. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really, it, it, it's it's a lot more watery and runny. Yeah. It really it, is. Yeah. It liter- that's literally the difference. It's like, but it's sweet. It's like, no, it, it's it's sweet. like maroon soup. I... <laughs> I have, I, I think I still have a can of it. You know, we, we, every once in a while, my, my wife had a roommate in college who was from that part of Ohio. So she would bring it back. And every once in a while we end up getting a can and I don't know. I think it's great. They have a, you can, you can order, you can order your chili three way or five way, you know, you get the cheese and the, you can put it with spaghetti. This is, it's a great food, but it's a terrible baseball team. That's, you know, you got Joey Votto, you got Yasiel Puig. <laughs> Joey uh, Votto's a great hitter. He is, but he's all you got. Yeah, that that's the the idea that you can't uh, build a lineup uh, around one hitter. Uh, you know, you got that guy Billy Hamilton who steals bases, but he doesn't he's get on base. Kansas City. Well, who's the guy I'm thinking of? They have a guy who steals bases too. You're right. Uh, so, uh, thank you for uh, correcting me it's on my that. My pleasure. I would be shamed by uh, Black Cast Nation for that. Um, and the biggest disappointment in baseball in recent years is not the New York Mets losing the World Series in 2015, which Melissa believes did not happen. She says hashtag fake news. But uh, it is indeed the <laughs> Chicago Cubs winning the World Series in 2015. I was so disappointed in that. And it just shows you that the city of Cleveland will always let you down. You were disappointed that the Cubs won. Yes. Because I loved that they hadn't won in 108 years. I wanted them to never win again. I just but, went, but the come, mar- come close. But you oh, don't yeah, feel like fine. a sense of happiness for all of these people who have lived their entire lives. I'm not talking like no, 20, 30 year olds. We're I'm haters. Like haters 95 year olds who have been yeah. waiting for this moment. Look, screw that them. makes me so happy. You can for understand. Them. What? You can screw understand. Them. Die bitter and angry. Well, that would be what a quote. Uh, but. <laughs> The yes, uh, you look. You can you can be happy for those people, but it's still not be happy that it happened. You know, the the uh, you know to go into extra innings of Game Seven and and not win, and there was a highly suspect uh, rain delay. Uh, I, I believe that. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. Wait, do you yeah, not yeah, believe yeah, it was yeah. actually raining? No, no, okay. no, 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 no. It just uh, it was. It, 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 it smelled it, bad. The, the, everything about it was uh, was designed to uh, help out the Cubs. Uh, mm-hmm. And it, it uh, you know, we when we used to talk about baseball here on, on the podcast, we the one thing we we could always talk about was this idea that everybody says Joe Madden's a genius, except he's a fucking idiot. You know, it's like, oh, look, we all dress up on road trips and uh, I do unconventional things. Yeah, and you lose because you're a loser. Well, then he won, but he's still a loser ever since that. So it's, it's a fluke. You know, he's he's the broken clock that's right once every 108 years. I guess it happens. But I would like them to lose uh, another 108 years. So uh, I think that, look, yes, I have friends from Chicago. I'm, I'm happy that they were able to be happy. That doesn't mean I'm happy. Okay? You can be happy for someone else's <laughs> happiness. You know, like if, uh, if the girl you loved in high school married somebody, it's like, oh, I should be happier for her. But... Uh, she broke up with Isn't me. Isn't so it more fun happy. to be happy for somebody else's unhappiness? Yes, thank you. You're welcome. That's that's what that's our worldview, Melissa. Everything is still, uh, you know, uh, well, it's all rays of sunshine. That's why <laughs> you like the rays. Honey, exactly. Uh, that that team might as well be called the Tampa Bay Puppies and Rainbows Aww. because of just how much you love them. Uh, but 
I don't know. I think that uh, the uh, St. Louis Cardinals are a, a very mediocre team this year. That's usually the the one that they're always kind of in the mix. And, uh, you know, of course, their fan base is really annoying. So I think that has a lot to do with it because <laughs> the, the fact that they call themselves the greatest fans in baseball and yet they have these quote unquote sellouts when you actually see crowd shots and it's like thousands and thousands of empty seats. It's a, it's a very front running town. And, uh, I, you know, you, you can, you can at me about that because I, I, I don't, I don't find it to be a great baseball town. I think it has uh, some great wins, you know, that you've had some winning teams and, uh, just the fact that, they talk about Yadier Molina like he's like he's still good. You he know? is okay. Like he's still great. Can I take? Can I say that? Because he's not. He's not great. I mean, you know, he's not great, but he's still one of the you, best catchers in the just, National just, League. Just troll around it, it, and Twitter, and you'd be like, "Nope, wouldn't trade Yadier for Mike Trout." Well, good because well, neither were the that's, Angels. That's that's <laughs> comparing, you know, uh, the Philly fanatic to Fred Bird. <laughs> Fred Bird. That's a good pull on Fred Bird. I actually wouldn't have remembered what his name was. Uh, and as much as I like the uh, Pirates' uh, uh, ballpark, they're usually not that good. They, they, you know, they had a, a stretch of was it three years? They'd get to the they'd they'd host the wild card game and lose usually to the Cubs. I, I think that at least part of that was true. Three years in a row, they hosted the wild card game. And they always lost. And I think Jake Arrieta pitched against them twice. So uh, I, I love that city. Uh, I love the pierogi race. Yeah, that's right. It's based on races. Okay. Uh, you know, and uh, it's... Uh, I think so that's not taken out of context. You should clarify it's races of the running variety. No, no. It's based, it's based on being a racist. Oh, okay. Yes. No, yes. The, 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 I'm so sorry. But I don't... But, by the way, don't, don't love the president's race in, in D.C. And, well, ever since they had Teddy Roosevelt win, but we'll talk about that when we talk about the other division. Uh, I don't know. I'm very underwhelmed by these teams, but I, I, I still I still like me some Brew Crew. Uh, Melissa, when you look at the NL Central, what do you think? Blah. Really? For, it's just for all of them? boring. Okay. I mean, no. I That's, I mean, an overstatement. It's right now, I think, for the most part, it's very even. Not, not by record, but just in, if you look at individual teams pitching and compare all the pitching compare all the batting it's just it's mediocre i don't think there's anything special that's going to come out of the division i mean obviously someone has to someone win has it. to win but I, I there can't be two teams from that division making the, no uh, and yeah. no. i when we spoke last week i had the division winner and one of the wild cards coming out of this division i what changed your mind um this this next week of play and the number of box if i had to guess yes also <laughs> whatever was going to make christian the angriest i chose that team so did you, wait did you pick the cubs sorry second angriest what did you pick cardinals the cardinals now that's all right I, I, look that that's that's a realistic expectation that the cardinals will be good enough to win a division because not this year yeah but i mean it's just in general it's 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 a reasonable bet most yes. years you know i mean the year that they beat the mets in the nlcs which is probably another year that melissa doesn't remember uh, i was there you were at that game i was at game six when the Mets won. Yeah, and in game Melissa seven, I stroller. cried hysterically. I I went to I, I went to I, I went to all three games in the division series. I went to the two games Ooh. at Shea and then the, the one game at Dodger Stadium. So you were you were living out here already. I was living out here already, but I I had been back there uh, for a wedding and I 
literally hung around for like three weeks so that I could go to those because I, <laughs> I had just been fired. Oh, <laughs> so no. that's fine. It was a, good timing though. Yeah, it was great timing. It was a terrible place to work too. So, uh, but anyway, so, uh, but, oh, that Cardinals team w- it made the playoffs at 82 and 80 and they won the World Series. So, you know, it's a, uh, it's a it, it is definitely a cliche, but uh, it, it is a new ball game when the postseason starts. It's just who's who's hot going into the season, you know, and uh, 2007 when the Red Sox won, that was that uh, that Rockies team that like down the stretch went like 20 and one. That was or amazing. That was amazing. And that was great. But then, you know, it's uh, and, and they did well in the playoffs. But I think they did really well. But I believe they got swept in the World Series, you know, so it's it just depends on, uh, uh, you know, on uh, do you get too long of a layoff? And that 2006 World Series, the Tigers were really good, but they had like a week to sit around because I think they swept their opponent. And uh, the the Cardinals had to really fight the Mets, who uh, somehow thought that uh, Steve Traxel was going to beat them. In that a, would in be an interesting stat to crunch, like teams that have longer layoffs than other teams, how they do in the World Series or how they do in the playoffs. I would love to see I've that. I've seen those stats going into World Series, but I don't really remember what they are. And I, I think that uh, it, it often... Uh, works in the advantage of the team who had to fight to get there and keep playing because when you have the layoff momentum. Yeah, exactly. It's all about the momentum. Uh, that's, so, some, that's something you can't do analytics on. Yeah. Uh, so who do you see as the winner here, David? I, I, I don't uh, know if you picked I anybody. S- I see Milwaukee. Okay. I think there's a hashtag brew crew. Yeah. Uh, but no wild card out of this division. No, I don't think so. I don't think so either. So that would mean that uh, do we both think that three teams are going to come out of the National League East? Because did you have a, a wild card out of the West, David? No, I did not. Okay, uh, Melissa shook her head, but uh, this is the division that uh, we seem to know the most about, and this is the division that has some good teams, uh, and it also has uh, what well, has one awful team in the Miami Marlins. I mean, that's like you know we're talking about some of the bad bad teams. They're felony bad. Yeah, <laughs> I like that you feel for these teams. This is even in your division. Like why, <laughs> why, why can't you just uh, be glad when some of these teams are bad? Like are you? Can you be glad when the if if the Braves lost 118 games? Could you I, be happy for them? Of course. No, no, Melissa. <laughs> oh, of course you could. No, so I. Like, as a big picture and also just talking about it, it doesn't really do anything for me. Right. But watching the games, I love when things go badly. Even for my own team. Like, not losing badly. Okay. But like when something disastrous happens. Well, I was going to say, that explains why you're a Mets fan. If you want disaster on the field, you've come to the right place. Yeah. But, like, when something ridiculous happens, that's... You must have loved yesterday's game. I did. You might, you would have loved uh, sitting in the uh, the outfield in San Diego when I saw Carlos Beltran run into Mike Cameron. Uh, Can I tell you? I think you and I've had this conversation. I think we have before. actually. It was the first game. That was the first game I ever watched by myself without like my dad or right. you know my family's prompting. I was visiting my aunt on Long Island. They had gone to sleep, and I was like, I need to watch something on TV with the volume almost completely off because right. I don't want to wake them. And the Mets were playing the Padres, and I watched it. And I remember thinking, this is the... I mean, I, I didn't feel good about the injuries, obviously. But I remember thinking, like, this is this 
rarity, I guess, for something so severe to happen. And I love watching that. Not because of the blood or the injuries or... And there were both, yeah. It was it was horrible. And, like, watching it now makes me, you know, very upset. But things like that, and it's not always injuries, but, like, I get angry at those things watching games. So I'm not always like, oh, but everybody's how, so nice. How do you feel about bad umpiring? Because that drives me crazy. I hate it. I was, oh, my God, I can't even tell you how much I hate it. So, you know, I've read the rule book several times. I read it several times a season. But most people listening probably didn't know that, but I did know that. You, yes. Yeah. David, did you know that? I didn't know that. But does it but surprise you're not you? Surprised. I'm not surprised. No, I'm not surprised. <laughs> now, did that how did that go over when you were at an old girls school in Baltimore when you were reading the rule book? <laughs> it was it was tucked into like she had like a Cosmo magazine no, and she I had the MLB rule book. The PDF on the computer. I know. We're... This sounds but... like a plot from Mean Girls 3. <laughs> So, I don't know. I, I get so frustrated with umpires. I'm actually in a Facebook group called, it's like, it's like Fantasy Umpire. Okay. Um, and people break down exactly what went wrong on the call. Um, and But it also... Well, the problem is that you do have these umpires who, like, see themselves as... Joe as far, West. Yeah, it's far too much. They're far too involved in the game, way more than they should be. I and, saw some bad calls last night by Phil Cuzzy. Uh, yeah, Phil Cozy is uh, is definitely one. Who know? was it that kept trying to walk to first, and it was not a walk? It, every time it was I, a strike. I don't remember, but uh, earlier at the beginning of the season, uh, Ron Culpa was. Uh, you know, when you Mayor know these Culpa. guys' names, yeah, when you know these guys' names, you know that they're not good because Adrian you shouldn't. Johnson. You shouldn't know who any of the. Uh, it, you should know any of the umpires' names. You know, uh, but uh, you know and. He uh, knowingly called bad pitches. Uh, you know, he seemed to take delight in it after he got into a fight with uh, Astros manager AJ Hinch. You know, and it's like I think that's that's a huge problem because it's like now the guy's like actually like taking. You know, it's like look, there's there's human error. You can make mistakes, but uh, when you're just uh, making bad calls to be an asshole, that's 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 a huge problem. But. That's a fundamental problem. I'm looking forward to when they go to the electronic strike zone. I think that's coming. I think it's coming to the miners, maybe, but I, I don't know. So. I think it's a long ways. I off. think it's a long. I think. Really? I think, but yeah. I think it's possible. I just don't think we're there yet because there's there's unions and you know what I mean. There's there's. But I think we've already got replay. I mean, what's, yeah. Well, it's that's not, fine. It's a small step. I don't. To the I don't believe that umpires zone. have lost but, their job over re- replay. But yeah. electronic strike zone is one portion of an umpire's job, and that doesn't completely eliminate the need for a human umpire or umpires. Oh, I didn't. I didn't say they're going to no, be no, no. eliminated. I agree with you, but I think that they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna take that step to eliminate a portion of the job. I think they're waiting to eliminate physical human beings and go from four umps per game or whatever down to two where they have them there as like i don't know fail safes i don't think that's possible physically logistically i i don't know i think it 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 would be introduced initially as like a secondary it's like well like you know it'd be like having a flag like a challenge for replay it'd be like you could have a challenge it's like well let's see what the computer uh, says you know that Mm -hmm. sort of thing but i you're right i i think it could be coming, but I also agree with Melissa that it, it's not soon. But uh, soon we'll be, you know, we'll run out of time. So let's talk a little bit about the NL East. Uh, you know, a week ago I felt uh, I felt really strongly about uh, the Mets' start 
and they've uh, this second week has has not been kind to them. Uh, but I mean, look, they're they're seven and four. Uh, but of course, so are two other teams. Two weeks into the season, I'm happy with seven and four. But go ahead. Uh, you're not happy. With seven. No, and four. I am. Happy. Well, yeah, no, I'm happy with seven and four. Uh, but you know, the way that they've lost when they've lost is is very discouraging. You yeah, know, but I mean, that's the Mets. Degrom can't throw. can't throw a sinker. Uh, sorry, throw a stinker. A sinker is a completely different point. Uh, his second start in the season. That's like okay. That's not a good. That that doesn't give me a good feeling. It's based on nothing other than just uh, you know what uh, twenty plus years since the last time they won the World Series, 23 years since the last time they won the World Series. Uh, I think, I do still think that Washington's not very good. Uh, I always questioned how, look, yeah, don't don't sign Bryce Harper to that ridiculous contract. That's fine. Uh, but, you know, find some production somewhere else. And then I, I thought that losing Daniel Murphy was also going to hurt. So the combination of... You know, yes, uh, Bryce Harper was always up there trying to hit home runs, but sometimes, you know, he'd he'd miss a strikeout by hitting an off-the-wall double. You know, it happens. Uh, So I just don't see – I don't see them scoring enough runs, and I mean that – that's a that's you want to talk about your shaky bullpens in Major League Baseball that yeah. that that middle relief, uh, and you know Steven Strasburg you you've seen the good start and you've seen the really bad start I I mean that's it's not it's not that cut and dried where he's good start durable. bad start good but he's not durable and when he doesn't have it you know you have like you know Degrom last year there were the starts where he didn't have it but you know he kept the team in it as best he could mm-hmm. uh, Strasburg doesn't have that in him I think part of that is just his makeup, but then also just the way that, uh, you know, he was, he was babied on the way up. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think he's, I think Scherzer is a great pitcher. I, I don't think Strasburg is, is any better than just a good pitcher. So mm-hmm. I don't think that the nationals are very good. Now I do see, uh, I see greatness from the Philadelphia Phillies because I thought that they had a, a decent young lineup and you add Bryce Harper to it. I think Andrew McCutcheon it, hitting in that ballpark for his home games. I think I think that the lineup, the way it's constructed now, is they're going to be able to score a lot of runs. And we've seen that through the first two weeks, and that's only the first two weeks. But, uh, you know, they've got they've got Nola, and yes, they've got a you know an end-of-the-line uh, Jake Arrieta, but uh, he's, he's still capable of being effective. So that's probably the best team in the division, but that won't stop me from picking the New York Mets as a team to win the <laughs> National League East. Uh, because uh, look, because you're picking based on On mascots. my heart. Yes. Oh. Also because Mr. Matt is amazing. Uh, yeah, he edges out the Philly Fanatic. I'm sorry, David. It's true. Uh, uh, but, by the way, I have pictures with both of them. Uh, I met yeah, the Fanatic at the All-Star game. I, you know what? You showed me those pictures. How come you don't have a shirt on? <laughs> well, oh, God. <laughs> look. The 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 fanatic said that we were going to take a schwitz after after the game, and I didn't know it was going to be just he and I. All right, it, but uh, it's all right. It, you know, it was all consensual. But the, uh, the I think the Mets have uh, good starting pitching. Although every time Zach Wheeler pitches, I, I start to question that. Uh, God. Steven Matz should be good, but I, I don't quite know what the problem is. Uh, He's but, not that good. Yeah, I know. That's, no, no, that's what I mean. I guess that's what it is. He should be good, but he isn't. Uh, I you know I do think that the uh, Atlanta Braves last year were uh, a bit of uh, 
that was a bit of a fluke that they won the division. I think that was, uh, a, a, you know, a host of underperforming teams. Uh, you know, I'm not, as much as I don't like the Atlanta Braves, it's not that they didn't have, uh, they didn't put together a decent season. I just couldn't believe they did because, you know, yes, they have hitters, but they, they have, you know, only Freddie Freeman is the guy that's going to kill you. You know, he's mm, the guy. Gee, who's like, I don't, well, if you, if I you don't can, think that's true well, anymore. It's not. Well, he feels like the guy that you, you can't let beat you. And then there's other guys that, you know, look, if if Freddie Freeman gets a single off you, he, he could probably score. But the other guys, I, I, I don't know. I just don't have that feeling. I don't think they're deadly in the same way he is. But I would say that uh, I could see Atlanta winning the other wild card. So I would say uh, Mets, Philly. Okay. So realistically, yes, it should be Phillies. But my pick is Mets, Phillies, then Atlanta. And those are your National League, uh, uh, well, your playoff teams in addition to the Brewers and the Dodgers. But uh, I don't know. David, I... I'm, you've been at this longer than I have. I, I'm giving the Mets way too much credit, right? Yes, you are. Okay, Chris okay that's fine. That's fine. They're, they're somewhere between five and ten games over 500. By the way, at the end of the if season, I, at the end of the season I, will, right. I will take that at the end of the season. You know? I mean, if, if DeGrom has a good season, he doesn't have to win the Cy Young, but if he has a good season, I think that's where they'll finish. I like the, the offense so far. Pete Alonso has been raking. Yes, that's, that, see, that's exciting. I like when I have stuff like that, you know, when you have the the prospect, that uh, and, the homegrown talent. Yeah, and Conforto is is hitting well. I really think that last season his shoulder was still bothering him. Yeah. And Well, uh, my shoulder was killing me last season, so, you know, I can relate. Well, you shouldn't be hanging out with the Philly fanatic. Nice callback. Thank you. Melissa's like, why? My mom's listening. <laughs> Maybe she turned it off <laughs> earlier. It's like I didn't this like. This is they, too much baseball. She's like her. I didn't like what they said about the Orioles. But I love that your parents would watch the uh, the the Mets rap uh, 360 show that we used to yeah. do on After Buzz TV because they like the Mets. Yeah, or they can understand the Mets. Right. But when you're talking about all 30 teams, it's it's too. I mean, much. that's a lot for yeah for me to handle. Yeah. Um, so do you see do you see multiple wild cards coming out of the National League though? Uh, the National League East. Sorry, uh, the 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 way I phrase the question. I see the obvious. Phillies and I see the Braves. I see the Phillies finishing first. I see the Braves taking the wild card. But there's two wild cards now. So where do you have your second one coming? from? I have from? the second one coming from the NL Central. I so believe it would the, be the I believe the Cardinals cards. are a, a strong contender for that. See, that's based on uh, reason and logic, and mine's just all bravado. Bluster and gumption, by the way. I have a lot of gumption based on my picks. Uh, so we'll see. But Melissa, what do you say about the National League East in 2019? I think that it is the most competitive division in baseball. I almost broke the bell on that. You, you felt very strongly. Yeah, well, I did. So uh, what do you think it'll take to win this division? And before you even talk about your winning, like, what, how many games do you need to win to actually be in hundred. Okay. I can see it. Uh, I mean, there's the, there's the Marlins, and I think that's the only team you count out. That's the team that you you have to if you're going to win a division, you have to destroy that team. You have to win seven. You have to go seventeen and two against them. You know what I mean? You have to really just murder that team because look, they're asking for it. <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> they they got rid of the home run sculpture. That was the selling point of that ballpark. Yeah, and the, the, I've, the I've been to that ballpark. What what is the uh, name of the uh, the club that's there in the outfield? The Cleveland Steamer is that what it's called, no. David? No, <laughs> it is Cleveland something. It's a Clevelander. That was just oh. a dirty joke to make him giggle. Sorry. Uh, it why does, Good why, for you. Why did that make me laugh? I should have seen that coming. You should have. 
Especially Cleveland. But, uh, all right, so you think it's the most uh, competitive team, most competitive division in baseball. How do you see it shaking down, Melissa? As much as I want it to be the Mets. Uh, yep. The Mets will take a wild card. All right. We'll take it. The Phillies are going to win the division. Okay. And do you, uh, where do you see the other wild card coming from? Uh, it's going to be the Dodgers. Okay, because you, you have the D-backs. But look, I yeah. mean, realistically, the Dodgers making the, the postseason makes sense. They're, uh, you know, it's one of those things where on paper they might not be that great, but they, the way that they've won these first two weeks, I, I can see them having a lot of streaks like this. And I, I, I feel very confident that they will be playing in October. And this is one of those months, one of those seasons where the uh, season ends in September. So, you know, you do have those years where you're like, well, the Mets will definitely be playing in October because the season ends October 3rd. But this is not one of those years. Uh, what do you like the most about the Phillies? Is it their 13-year contract to Bryce Harper? I don't care about Bryce Harper. Okay. The same way I don't care about Manny Machado. No, I mean, I care about the fanatic more than I care about Bryce Harper. I like that too. I just think... You can be a good player, but you also have to be a good person. Mm-hmm. And the way you carry yourself on on the field is equally as important as how you carry yourself off the field. And in these post-game interviews, like, I think he screwed himself years ago. And granted, this was the reporter. Well, he's fault. Mormon. He's not allowed to do that. But, like, the clown question, bro. It's thing, a clown question, like, bro. It, I mean, it was a stupid question. But I feel like that response set this tone about him. But every time he talks, he's basically saying that's a clown question, bro, ever since then. I yeah. agree with you. And yeah. I think whether he's talking about baseball or not, I just, I think his attitude and the way he carries himself in life yeah. is like a poor representation. I, I find him to be unlikable as, as a as a player. Uh, you know, I, I could certainly use some of that uh, raw power on the Mets. I'm glad they didn't sign him. That's not the point. But, like, but uh, you know, He's so bad that uh, you know I was like, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with Jonathan Papelbon on this one, you know, when he when he choked <laughs> like, him in the dugout. I get I get bat flips in a tight spot or on a walk off, yeah, or on an actual home run, yeah. But if you are bat flipping in the first inning, you're a douche. If you're not running out a ground ball to first, you're a douche. I agree. You are lazy, and there are people that. who deserve those spots that are gonna work twice as hard as you. That you don't and, deserve to be there. And by the way, that's why he got into the the choking fight with Papelbon. Mm-hmm. They were not 100% out of it. The, that was 2015. So that was the year that the Mets came they, out you of know, nowhere. They came out of nowhere once they had uh, Cespedes. Uh, and, and and that's all that Papelbon said to him. was like, you got to run that out, man. Come on, what are you doing? And, uh, you know, Bryce Harper doesn't like to be talked to like that. And, you know, he he's not going to be talked to like that in Philly. So uh, I think you're going to you're going to see some of those lapses. You're going to see you're, he does not have he has he has no hustle. He's he's the opposite of Charlie Hustle. Right. You know, he's the opposite of Pete Rose, David. I mean, he has a better haircut. Let's say that. I would you? Hey, you know, Pete would bet on that. Don't you think? Oh. Yeah, I kind of disagree with you guys. I think that what matters is. What goes on the field, not what goes on off the field or in the dugout. Sure. I just think he takes it on the field. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, when he gets into a slump, he it's it takes a long time for him to get out of it. And there's a lot of guys like that. That's why it's called a slump. Right. But I also think that the way you carry yourself off the field and, and in the clubhouse, it affects your teammates. Right. So having, you know, if you're not excited to play, if you have anger towards someone, you know, there's some people. Like who, the fanatic. <laughs> sure. But there's some people whose anger 
you know, they can channel it and use it, you know, to be a better ball player. But then there's things that just like totally demoralize a team. And, you know, as much as I love Jose Reyes, I don't condone, you know, domestic violence at all. And that took a toll on the Rockies. And, you know, it was at the beginning of the season. It didn't really cause too much, too many issues. Yeah. And as much as I loved him coming back to the Mets, I thought that was a really questionable decision to bring him back also, under those circumstances. He, he wasn't that great when they brought him back. There right. were like a couple of games where I was I excited, mean, but if he'd come back, it and, was it was nostalgia. It yeah. wasn't you know current excitement or anything. But I think that how you conduct yourself off the field, whether it be I don't know, you know, you took a shot at a bar yeah. and Look, screamed hello or you know look, domestic if, violence if it ruins a team yeah i mean if, if, look if they if they just want to go for the nostalgia card i don't know david they should just resign ron swoboda right or our champs he's from baltimore well see there you go uh all right so you have the uh the phillies winning and you have the mets getting a wild card but no i have the Braves. no 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 me. melissa who cares well, that's not nice. <laughs> I'm Her just, mom's listening. I said that I hated the Philly fanatic, and all of a sudden I don't matter yeah, well, anymore. Well, kind of. That to him. I suppose you don't like cheesesteaks either. Oh, I love cheesesteaks. Oh, okay. All right, we'll go to Philly's I best in Burbank cheese. right Did after this. Did you not watch oh, Mets Wrap 360? No, of course I'm, I'm afraid. He, he was on it once, I think. But uh, I am a Mets stress cheese eater. Yeah. What, I, kind I would of, use what kind of cheese? Really, whatever's available. But usually, like little cubed cheese from yeah. the from the supermarket. But sometimes yeah. it's like. Mm, you just have shredded mozzarella at home. Well, I guess fine. we're gonna go yeah, for that. Yeah, and, and then yeah, the, so then she would eat a lot of cheese if the game was stressful. But so. also, even if it wasn't, because yeah. I love cheese. All right, so uh, we got a couple minutes. Let's uh, let's wrap this whole thing up. Uh, all right, so who do you see representing the National League? Uh, in you can you can pick the NLCS if you want, or if it just who do you think is the best team that has a good shot to be in the World Series? Uh, I'll ask you first, Melissa. The Phillies. So you want the, so you expect to see the Phillies in the World Series? I do. Uh, I think that they're a much improved team. I think that they're a good team. I could see them beating the Dodgers in a long series, not a short series though. Uh, why, do you, why do you say that? Because I think that the Dodgers, if their pitching's healthy, they they have the advantage in a short series. Okay. I don't think that the that Philly, you know, because when you just have to win three, and especially if the first two are in your ballpark, you're you know you're your tiny ballpark, which has great uh, crab fries and cheesesteaks. So again, oh, that's what it really is. Crab fries. Chicky and Pete's, yeah. Uh, so, I'm so hungry. Right. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. Uh, look, I can't, I can't realistically pick the Mets to be in the World Series this year as much as I want them to win the division. Uh, but I will pick the Brewers because uh, I, I, I'll be right one year. Uh, what do you think, David? Who do you think is the best team in the National League? I think it's the Phillies. Mm -hmm. I really think that their offensive, offensive might is going to carry them. Okay. Um, the back end of the bullpen is a little bit suspect. Sure. But I think it's early. And once they sort things out, I think they'll be okay. Uh, and uh, David, uh, American League, do you see a rematch of the 2009 World Series between the Phillies and the Yankees? I do not. I okay. see the Houston Astros, who just swept the Yankees, by yeah. the way, uh, making their way that, back into the World Series. That Astros team is uh, is still good. Uh, probably better than the Mariners. I'm going to stay on the Mariners bandwagon, but I can't... Uh, Oh, I can't pick them to. Uh, I can't pick the Mariners to be in the World Series. That just seems crazy. Uh, so, uh, although it pains me to do it, I'm gonna pick the New York Yankees. Uh, what do you think, uh, Melissa, for the best team in the American League at the end of the season in the World Series? We're not even picking a winner. We're just saying American League in the World Series. The Rays. You do love the Rays. Who oh. did you pick? I picked the Yankees. 
Oh, oh, wah, wah. I didn't want to. I didn't want to be right. But uh, look at the end of the season. And there's the beauty. We always do a uh, playoff preview. And uh, will somebody keep track of this stuff for me? Because I won't remember. Melissa's keeping I, track. I'm She's keeping got track. it on her computer. It's beautiful. So Melissa will be back at, at the uh, beginning of October uh, when the uh, the season starts. We'll we'll break it all down for uh, for everyone uh, who we, uh, we appreciate. at the All-Star break. That's tr- look at you trying to squeeze an extra show in there. Uh, so probably like... Monday, uh, either uh, September 30th, I'm hoping for a game 163. So maybe October 1st, somewhere in there, we'll do a, uh, a follow-up. But uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what's going on at the All-Star break. But uh, we appreciate everybody who uh, stuck with us, and I hope you enjoyed our very unscientific uh, analysis of baseball. And uh, for people who want to hear more of that, Melissa, where do they find you? At Melissa Wine. And David, where are you? I'm at DY's Comedy. And me, I'm at Christian DMZ. That's on the Twitter. That's on the Instagram. And, of course, at BlackCast on Twitter. The BlackCast on Facebook. Go ahead and give us the big thumbs up. And, of course, BlackCast.com. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. I hope everybody's uh, looking forward to an exciting Major League Baseball season. Uh, And don't worry. There's still, what, uh, 152 or so games left to go, somewhere in that range. So uh, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Uh, But that's all for now. We will see you next time on the BlackCast. (laughs) 